Welcome to FitChicks Chat, the podcast dedicated to fitness, nutrition, wellness, and mindset. For more information on FitChicks Academy and our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications, please visit fitchicksacademy.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about coaching challenges, specifically around common weight loss coaching challenges that coaches experience, either when they're first starting out, or even if you've been coaching for a really long time, to be honest. It is so normal to come up against walls when it comes to coaching your clients. And I have seen this, whether it be coaching myself, you know, I'm on a certain journey and then things just aren't working anymore. Or I thought, you know, this nutritional approach was going to work towards my goals and it didn't. So there's so many times that I've come up against it personally, but also with clients because it is, everyone is so different, right? So we want to talk about this. So not only, of course, you guys can start to think about overcoming these challenges or how to coach your clients if you are a coach, but also if you are on your own journey and you're like, wait a second, I'm coming up against these roadblocks. How can I coach myself? Also, we have our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification, which is opening up for enroll. It's open for enrollment right now for our March 4th cohort, which um, we're really, really excited for. So if you're interested in taking this to the next level and learning how to holistic nutrition and weight loss coach, then this, these will be some of the things that you'll be learning in the program. Exactly. And I think that, um, you know, today we're going to be talking about like some of the most common issues and hurdles that you're going to run into and learning about this, not only about the issues, but then also learning how to utilize different techniques to work with each individual client through all of these hurdles is what we teach you in the certification program, as well as, you know, we're going to be addressing some of them today, but it's just, when it comes to especially like holistic nutrition and weight loss specifically, there's just so many layers to it. And it's not as, I guess, I don't know, like not as simple as just, oh, put somebody on this like diet plan or like just tell them to reduce their calorie. Like there's so many different layers to it, right? So that's why we're going to talk about this today. These are common things that you are going to run into, whether it's yourself or coaching a client. Well, and I also think that, you know, as we were saying, like everyone, there is no just perfectly amazing coach right? There is not this coach that just can coach, like that is just knows all of the answers because, which will lead us into the first, you know, challenge that a lot of coaches have is knowing how to analyze individual differences. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of coaches, they have a way that they've coached that has worked for clients, but then they don't know how to shift when something is not working. And to me, it always starts with knowing how to analyze the differences with your clients, because that's why it's one of the, that's why it's hard to coach people at times because we're all so different and we're unique, not only in our metabolism, but we have different lifestyles. We like different things. Our bodies respond differently to different, um, stimulus. So, you know, some people respond really great to certain types of exercise and some people don't or nutritional changes. So the first thing is really learning that, right? You have to find a personalized approach that works for each client. And that can be really, really challenging. So I see this a lot with, with coaches who get burnt out because they're like, I'm not getting results. I'm not getting results because they don't know how to do this. 
So this mm-hmm. is something that as coaches, we have to be able to know how to look at each client's current landscape in order to know how do we approach it? Because it's not just like, here's the map and we're all going on this journey together, right? It's like, okay, here's where we're going. Now, how am I going to help this person get there versus the another person get there? Because it's different. The journey's different for everybody. Yeah. And it has to be. And I think you can have a group. And this is one of the things that we talk a lot about in the academy as well is the idea that you can have a group program and you can still provide individual approaches within a group setting. And when you learn that skill of having the ability to personalize within a group model, that's when you can like avoid that burnout feeling and that frustration feeling, and also help your clients actually reach the goal that they hired you to help them reach. Right. And that's such an important thing is like, the last thing you want is to feel like you're constantly feeling frustrated or your clients are feeling frustrated and you're not able to get them the results that they want and all of these kinds of things. Um, So it's really important that you understand just how to customize and how to create that. Now, the other thing I just wanted to add to this too, when you were talking earlier about how like, you know, people try to coach on this one model. the other thing that we see oftentimes are people that are maybe coaches or not even certified coaches that are coaching on what they did for themselves. And this is such a big thing because they're like, well, this worked for me. So then it should work for everyone else. And the truth is, is that it may work for some, but it probably won't work. I can almost guarantee you it will not work for everyone. And the reason being, again, comes down to the idea of lifestyle um, preferences, um, you know, their body responses, et cetera. And so when you learn how to analyze it, then that allows for you to kind of map out like, oh, okay, so it's not lifestyle. The lifestyle they're doing everything is as planned, but then it must be their body. Their body's responding differently to this, or these foods are not working for that client. So then therefore, so then you can kind of pick apart the plan and figure out how to personalize what area needs to personalize it, as opposed to trying to like recreate the wheel over and over again. It's really looking at, okay, here's sort of a program that I have, but how can I customize it individually, or at least sections to make it so that it works for each person individually. And that's just learning how to analyze the information properly. 100%, which leads us to number two, which is of the common weight loss challenges for coaches is getting the right nutrition education. Yeah. So there is so many different certifications out there around nutrition, but they don't talk about weight loss, right? Or they do in a very calories in calories out kind of way. Also, there is a lot of misinformation about nutrition on the internet. So (laughs) we're on the internet constantly, right? And we're being inundated with these new things like this new study came out, or this is the supplement to go to, or this is, you know, all of, all of meat is bad and veganism is the way to go. Or then it goes to the opposite, you know, veganism is terrible. It, you know, it's not for you. And then you've got to make sure that you're eating meat. Like there's so much conflicting information and you will find evidence to support most things and debunk most things. So getting Mm -hmm. the right nutrition education, which to me is around the foundations, you have to understand how the body works. And then again, being able to analyze the personal differences that could take that into account. But as a coach too, it's really important to be able to help our clients to decipher all of this. Like that's the goal, right? It's for you to coach them on it, but also for your clients to be like, is this true? Is this not true? And you're there to help them to figure that out. Um, And also to really teach them how to build those foundational habits because nutrition is not necessarily rocket science. It's, you know what I mean? Like there's things that we just are not told 
but it's not, it's, it's being able to help them then take that and implement it because we're, we don't know how to eat anymore. We're not taught. So if we're not taught, how do we do it? And then, which leads me into the second piece. And I know, sorry, man, I'm going to jump into no, the okay. next one because they tie hand in hand, but it's also because for coaching on weight loss, you have to be able to coach on mindset and behavior changes, which are the habits. And if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about this over and over and over again. It is not just what we eat. It's not just what, it's not just what we eat. It's what we think and it's what we do. You will never, ever, ever be able to help someone lose weight if they mentally are resisting it. Okay. Like it will not work because our thoughts drive our actions and our actions create our results. So if your clients are constantly believing, I will never lose weight. I, you know, I'm not deserving to get to this goal. If they think that it's impossible for them, that they've tried everything and nothing else is possible. They will create that in their lives. Right. So being able to work on those mindset blocks, the identity shift that happens as we go to lose weight, if there's emotional eating stress management, right? We think of stress management and mindset as different, but stress comes from our mental thoughts, right? Stress is created from mental thoughts. That's the definition of stress. So if we don't know how to manage our mindset, we're having all of these stressful thoughts that then drive the action of overeating or, you know, restriction or whatever it is. So this is how, if we don't know how to add those tools into our coaching, what happens is we end up with this really kind of disordered relationship with food. Now as coaches, we aren't there to be, you know, counseling for eating disorders and things like that, but it's really about helping you take a step out and be able to neutralize different things to get to where you want to go. And then of course the habits, we have to do things right to get to our goals. So it's like, if you don't have the right nutrition education, like I was saying, nutrition is, it's not necessarily rocket science, but the hardest thing is that emotional relationship with it. And then also the getting people to shift their habits, because if, if it was just knowing information, we would all be at our optimal health. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's probably like one of the most important, if not the most important pieces of coaching is learning how to actually help someone. I always think of it as like changing their internal dialogue, like shifting gears when it comes Mm. to the way that they speak to themselves about their health, about their goals, about their weight, about their body image, about all of those things and about what they're doing to create their optimal health. When they learn how to like shift that internal dialogue and the way that they see it, that's when they can have long-term success. If we don't help them shift that, then it's going to just keep them in the cycle over and over again of like 10 steps forward, 10 steps backwards. So we need to be able to learn how to do that and how to coach people on that. And if we don't learn how to coach them in that area, then all the analyzing, all the programming, all of the food meal plans, everything else, it really just is, it's like wasted effort in a way. Because if we don't change this one piece, we won't help them change for the long term, for the trajectory of their health, right? And that's what we want. We want to be able to help potentially change their health for the rest of their life. It's so funny because no one wants to hear that, right? Like everyone still wants to the quick think there's that quick fix diet, right? It's like, you can tell someone there's not like, no one wants to hear. It's like, it's about consistency. It's about, you know, like it's the same boring boring things that you do over and over again that are going to get you to the result, but they also help you become the person who that is your natural instinct Mm -hmm. or your natural being is like, Oh, I'm going to have protein fiber and fat at every meal. You know, I'm going to focus on trying to get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. It just like, I'm excited to go to bed now. I'm like, I want to go to bed at nine 30 all the time. 
<laughs> I feel so good when I get to bed early. Oh, me too. But that also, but that also kind of ties into the next point too, which is like that it requires a holistic approach, right? Because again, when we're thinking about the mindset and the habits, the habits are also part of the holistic approach. The holistic approach is like, if you do a diet plan and you do, you know, like I've done a million of them over my lifetime, you know, back in the day when I was doing all the different fad diets or all the different like quick fixes. And I'm sure your clients probably feel that way too. They feel like I've tried everything and nothing is working. That whole mindset around it, it's because that's what they truly believe. They believe that everything that they've tried has not worked. And this shifting their mindset to realize the reason why it didn't work was because you weren't approaching it from the right angle. We have to approach it as a holistic approach, meaning we're looking at all parts, not one part. And when we look at it from all parts, that's when we can see sort of those gaps or the areas of improvement that we can be shifting and like the habits that we can shift for long-term health. Because if we just do the thing, if we're like, oh, I'm just going to eat this way and I'm going to work out this way and this is going to be it, that's all I'm doing. We'll do it for a period of time and then we'll stop. It won't become yeah. who we are. We have to shift the mindset. So that's why it's like almost in order. It's like, you have to shift, you have to get the education to help your clients shift the mindset to then help them shift their habits and the habits consist of a holistic approach. Well, and this is a really big challenge for a lot of coaches to help their clients with weight loss because they don't know how to coach on a holistic approach. So they're giving plans that are really around, you know, okay, we're going to cut calories. We're going to calculate your macros, but then we don't know how to implement it. And then also looking at those other pieces because, you know, stress management, as I said, lack of sleep, like hormonal balance, all of those things come from what we eat, we think, and we do. So if we don't have those three things, like I call them the trifecta, those three things in place, we'll just keep going back to what we know, which has been oh. keeping us where we're, where we are. Yeah. One other common weight loss challenge that coaches are really experienced, especially now is dealing with time constraints. So oh, as a coach, you really have to understand this though. And again, I see a lot of coaches making this mistake because mm -hmm. they say my clients aren't following the plans. And then I look at the plans that they're giving them and their solutions are so complex right? They're giving them 501 recipes to make. And they think that that's what their client wants. And I don't know about you, but I can barely even make like one to two recipes in a week, right? I repeat things and I, I batch cook. And then I utilize, if I make a chicken, I utilize it like three different recipes later on, but it's so much now as clients, like if you ask your clients, what do you think is one of your biggest struggles? I guarantee top three will be time. Yep. I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to focus on my health. I don't have time because of course, women, especially in our age group, we're at the pinnacle, right? We're at the time where children are still usually in the household, right? And also we're working full-time. We're at the head of like peak of our careers or heading into it. Then you've got the responsibilities of your own health. And it's like, there's so many things that are layered on. So yeah, I always think that knowing that that is a challenge and really think about that as a coach, like what would it feel like to be my client? Would I actually make all these recipes? Would I actually do this workout plan? And if your answer is no, then take a step back and think about your client even more and then run it through your own lens. Because I've created things for people before that afterwards, I'm like, who the heck, this is a full-time job. Like <laughs> just to try to execute this. I remember talking to one of our friends and she's like a busy like executive. And she said, she's like, you know, I was working with a trainer and the amount of stuff they had, it was literally like, all I saw it was, was another thing on my to-do list. Like mm -hmm. I didn't see it as something that I could achieve. It was literally just this other layer of to-do list things that I had to do. And I just couldn't do it. 
And I totally hear that. And I get that. And I think that one of the things that a lot of trainers do is they do that where they're just like, I want to give them so many different options and all this stuff. And it's overwhelming. Like here's six different proteins to make for the next three days. And you're just like, whoa, can I just make one and utilize it in that way? Or they're making things that are so complicated. You have to go to like health food stores to get certain products and things like that. You're not, you've got to make it as simple as possible, depending obviously client to client, but like you want to make it so it fits with their lifestyle. It works. Like if they have kids, it's like a family friendly meal and things like that. Also, I think one of the problems is that as coaches, we have so much information in our minds, right? And we just want to like share, but then we start oversharing. So we're giving so much information and so much of like the science and I'm going to have you on a macro plan and this is what macros are and this and this and this. It's like, it's important for you to know that because you're a coach, but you have to think what is important for my clients to know what's important for them to know is like, these are the foods to buy at the grocery store. And these are all these recipes are five ingredients or less. And then they're like, that's a huge win. Right. So you've got to really think of it from their lens and put yourself in their driver's seat to be like, would this actually work? You know, one of my favorite quotes, I always say this, and it was uh, David Robson said it, he was my yoga teacher. And he always said, teach a class you want to attend, but it's the same sort of concept, build a program that you would actually do. If you wouldn't do it, don't do it. Well, and that's the thing I always find so funny. I always say that about our certifications. I'm like, I build programs that I would want to take the information and the tools I wish I would have right? It's, it's all of these things. And I think that that's the most important thing as a coach too, is to be able to ask yourself those questions. Like how can I get my client to the result in less amount of work? And, Mm -hmm. and think about that. Like there, at first your brain will be like, I don't know, but if you really sit and think about it, okay, wait, now I can batch cook some stuff. I could actually, you know, give them some hit training workouts or whatever it is. Right. But if you start to really question it, most of the time we have such a powerful brain as coaches, but a lot of times we don't even take a moment and ask ourselves the questions. And, you know, we had this conversation with a friend on Friday about business. It had nothing to do with, um, with weight loss, but it was interesting because she was saying what she thinks her clients want. And Mm -hmm. we were challenging her to say, but is that actually what they want? Like she was getting frustrated with some things that, because she thought, okay, they, they should be doing these group coaching calls. And we were saying, but should they like, just not saying right around, just question it because maybe that's not the thing they really need to move them forward. Right. So maybe for, for weight loss, like maybe the thing they don't need is more recipes. Maybe they need hacks at the grocery store. Maybe they need a meal delivery service. Right. So question, really spend some time thinking about this for your clients. How can I make it faster, easier, simpler? I always think simpler is the most important word because faster sometimes just cannot happen, but more like simpler, it's less overwhelming. It's easy to implement. Um, and think about that time for sure. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Now, the next thing that you also want to consider that you might be running into as a coach is medical considerations. And that basically just means, you know, certain medical conditions can affect weight loss efforts. So it's important that, you know, as a coach, potential health issues and collaborate with healthcare professionals. So we're not saying you have to know all of the answers and we don't encourage you to try to like, you know, if you have a client who has any health concerns or any health setbacks to not be the one who is trying to prescribe or diagnose those as a coach, you are not legally allowed to do that, but you want to be familiar or at least aware if they are having those issues. And then you're collaborating with a healthcare professional 
so that you can support your client in the best way possible, or at the very least, you're encouraging them to communicate with their healthcare professional and providing you feedback from that healthcare professional, because you need to have, especially if somebody has any kind of medical issues that you need to have written consent to be able to introduce them into a different program, um, different elements of your program. So always, you know, and this is just like a small piece, but it's so important that you just, you understand where your client is at, you're meeting them where they're at, and you're understanding their whole landscape of their health journey so that you can actually support them and ensure that they are, um, not going to put themselves into like a position where it could jeopardize their overall health or well-being. So just well, really- and the other thing too, I just want to say on that is around, you know, there's a lot to people are on different medications that could impact weight. Like they, it will make it more challenging to lose weight. Um, they could, you know, again, have different health conditions and things like that. So it is just important for you to have those conversations and understand, you know, what is going on with your client. They might be things you've never even heard of, but that's where too, again, if you are going to end up continuing with that relationship, you have to make sure that you're working with their doctor, um, and knowing what they can and cannot do. Definitely. Okay. So we've got three more and I'm going to kind of talk about these all together. So this is a common weight loss challenge for coaches is how is handling plateaus and setbacks. So Mm -hmm. weight loss is, we like to see it as if I do ABC, I will get to D. And it's actually like, if I do ABC, I'll be back at A, then to C, then to D, then to do, right? <laughs> like it's not linear. And yeah. during that journey, and which is why I encourage all of our coaches to talk about obstacles in advance, because they will happen. There will be plateaus, there will be setbacks, mm-hmm. there will be things that happen. So if you don't yet know things that could be your obstacles down the road, when you're in the moment, it's so hard to navigate through them, which then leads to quitting. So yeah. Knowing that if you sit down and have a conversation with your client right away and say, Hey, what are, can you, let's brainstorm. Tell me 10 obstacles that could stand in the way of you hitting your goal. And what's great too, is when they say it to you, it's in their own words and they're, they've had to think about it. So it could be, you know, they travel for work or it could be that, you know, they don't have the confidence in their abilities. It could be they have kids, like whatever it is, but you can start to make a plan in advance. So then you already know that that is going to happen. But I see so many coaches who do not have a, a plateau or a setback plan or an obstacle plan. And it just it is really, really hard because then when you hit one, which you will, then both your client and you as the coach just feels like, ugh, like it's me. Well, both of you usually think it's me. The coach thinks that they're a terrible coach and the client thinks that their weight loss is not meant for them. So having yeah. that plan in advance, it will make this challenge not even a challenge. Definitely. I think it's such an important piece. It's just, it's, you're just preparing. You're just having your little, like, just, okay, these are potential issues. Let's have a backup plan. Let's have this plan in place so that we know, and we're not making decisions in the moment that are not always going to be the best decisions for us, right? We're just giving ourselves an opportunity to continue to have consistency in our plan, moving forward in our plan without having these obstacles completely derail us and then feel like we have to start over or start from scratch. Um, the other thing too, that a lot of coaches run into is, um, providing accountability. Accountability is probably one of, in my opinion, it is probably the number one reason why somebody hires a coach. I think that they hire a coach because they know that they need the support. They need the tools, but they also need the support. 
think about when people go to a gym, like I always use this as my example for accountability and why it's so important. When people have a gym membership, what is the most common thing that you hear someone say? I have a membership. I don't go <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like one of the most common. I don't things. have any accountability. Yeah. They don't have accountability. So they don't show up. They're like, Oh, I pay my monthly membership, but I don't actually go to the gym. Um, I haven't went in five months, whatever. The reason why they're not going is because they don't have accountability. They have no one that's checking in on them to say, Hey, are you going to come to the gym today? Are you going to do this? So as a coach, if you're not building accountability into your program, you're essentially doing that same sort of thing. You're not helping your client actually achieve the goal that they want. These are conversations that need to happen with your client, whether they're set up in advance. It's like, okay, we have a weekly and I highly recommend this. It's like, okay, we have a weekly check-in or we have a bi-weekly check-in or a monthly, whatever that is or they have a written check-in with you, or you have an app where they have to click off when they've completed certain tasks, you know, that are listed out in their plan. However you want to lay it out from a logistical standpoint is up to you as a coach, but building accountability and having the conversation with them to see, are we moving in the right direction? And if not, how can I support you? Or, oh, wait, maybe that is like an area that we have to relook at. Maybe they're like, oh, you know what? I'm doing everything except for I'm getting really overwhelmed with the meal plan. It gives you feedback then to be able to actually support them even better, right? Because it's going to give you as a coach, the details, instead of just saying, assuming that they're doing well, you're actually getting feedback so that you can constantly tweak and figure out how to customize it even more to make it so that it's just like this thing done thing, this thing done with ease for your clients. I think this is one of the hardest areas though for coaches. I think because- Providing clients accountability to me is so much more than just, you know, did you show up for your workout today? Did you show up for, did you follow the weight loss plan? Did you, you know what I mean? Like, because everyone responds differently. So it's really important that you have that conversation with your clients at the beginning. What type of accountability style works for you? Because some people get very put off by a tough love approach and others love it. Like I want you to hold me accountable. If I don't do it, I want you to be on me, right? That's something that like, if a client said that to you, you're like, okay, that's the type of accountability you want. But some people would not respond to that at all. So it's really important about understanding how to navigate those questions. And I always think the first part is asking your clients at the very beginning, what type of accountability works for you? Like, do you want me to, because when you are in the midst of those conversations, like I'm trying, I've been doing everything and nothing's working. How do you as a coach navigate through that? Because Mm -hmm. that's their belief as total truth. And if you actually take a moment and look at the facts, you will see there could be a lot of areas that could be shifted. They could try different things, right? But it's not allowing the emotion to take over. I think accountability has to be set in advance. And I also think it has to be, there has to be a framework to the way you deliver it with your clients that they know in advance, that you know in advance, because there are going to be people who are just not following the plan. And then they're still mad. They're not getting the results. So it's like, how do you deal with that? So having that in advance, I think, I think that's almost one of the biggest challenges for coaches. They get, they don't know how to hold people accountable and they don't feel comfortable to have those conversations. And I think it's also one of the number one reasons why most clients don't get results Mm -hmm. because they're not being held accountable and they're not doing the plan and, or, and, or the plan is too complicated or too complex and you're not getting the feedback because you're not doing accountability check-ins with them. So you don't even know that they're not doing it because there's something that you could fix. Well, right? that's one so of the things too. I, I, it goes like hand in hand. 
Yeah. And that's why I love self-accountability. Like I love the idea of the goal is I always say to teach your clients how to lead their own journey, right. To lead their own nutrition, that they will be accountable to themselves. So a lot of times too, it can be really helpful to add into your coaching, uh, like a self, like a self performance review, basically like saying, how do, how would you rate this week? Not me rating it for you. How do you feel you did this week? Where do mm-hmm. you feel that you, you had any obstacles this week? Where did you feel you excelled this week? Cause then again, they have to think about it and it's in their language. And then also then you can see how to have accountability on the area that, you know, maybe they're like, I went out seven times this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I ate out seven times this week. Okay. Like, because you can't force somebody to do something, but if someone's hiring you for accountability, you want to do your job, but you want to know what the expectation is for that accountability. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is post weight loss maintenance. So this can be a really big challenge for coaches. If you are not doing the other things we talked about above, like coaching in a holistic way, mindset and habit support, all of that, because you will not have the tools. You will not have the skill set to maintain weight loss. So that's what I always tell our, our students. It's like, you are a teacher and a coach. Like you're teaching someone how to change their nutrition and then you're coaching them with how to implement it. Right. Yeah. But it's, if you don't, if someone does not have that skill set, they will always, again, it was going to be really challenging to, to stay on it. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause you don't know how to do it. It's like the first time you're learning to drive a car, you're learning to use a computer. Like it feels so clunky and awkward and hard. And then eventually it just becomes, you know, how many of you listening right now at one point thought I would never be able to do a zoom even. And then, you know, the P word happened and then everyone went on to zoom, right? Like there's things that we tell ourselves that we don't know until you know it, but it's, it is a skill set to be learned. And I think we have to start thinking of it like that, you know, instead of, oh, I can't stick to a plan. It's like, I'm building the skill set of weight loss. So then I can do this for the rest of my life. Because yeah. you can't just do it once and expect the results. You have to be able to teach people how to do this without you through all the seasons of life, right? That's the only way you'll be successful. Yeah. And I think it's it's like the statement that we always say, you want to get to a point where your clients can fire you. That's like mm-hmm. the sign of an amazing coach is when you get to the point where you've educated and helped your client reach the point where they feel like, I got this. I got it. I can do this. Cause when you get to that point, it's like this beautiful parting of ways. Cause it's like, they feel excited. You feel excited. And everyone is, you know, everyone has reached the end goal of what you really were trying to achieve from the very beginning. And I think that's a beautiful thing. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, with that, we are wrapping this up. So hopefully if you are coaching already, those were some some help for you to be able to move through these coaching challenges, at least recognize what could be challenges in your coaching. And if you're thinking about becoming a coach, these are things that of course you want to make sure that you're learning from the beginning. So we do have our holistic nutrition, weight loss coach certification, which is starting on March 4th, but enrollment is open right now. We have some amazing early bird options right now. Um, and some awesome gifts that we have to go along with it, but go to fitxacademy.com forward slash live session. Yes, that's where it is. If you want to check out an upcoming info session where we'll go behind the scenes of the program, we have two a week that are happening, or you can always um, go to fitchexacademy.com forward slash HWLC to check out more about the upcoming certification group. Okay, everybody have an amazing day and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.